Bible says the message of the cross is foolishness. 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 Foolishness to those that are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Well, guys, we are back. Here it is, the Foolishness Podcast, and I hope you are all loving these podcasts. They are encouraging you and your faith. I do have a list of people I am looking to get on here from all walks of life, but can I say I'm so thankful for how these podcasts, they weren't intended only to reach skaters, but there's so many skaters around the world that are hearing these, that are being encouraged. Thank you guys for tuning in. I came to faith in 2004, and God began this mighty work in my life. as he does in all of his children's restoring our family and blessing us with two more children that journey for me ultimately changed the direction of my life leading me to focus heavily on my marriage and almost immediately beginning to go and to share and to speak but at the same time i feel like god takes a person and almost leaves them in the same place they are in the same community with the same friends and begins to allow that work to permeate the atmosphere i'm saying today that someone like myself was up focused on his marriage and working things out but my guest today who's not other than mr steve caballero himself has been in the skate industry for many years decades and god God is using this man in mighty ways. Steve, what's going on? <laughs> well, well, come to visit you, Brian. Hanging out. It's been a little while, huh? Yeah, it's been a long time since C- we... A couple uh, of months or maybe even a few years, huh? Or When did we do Foolishness? <laughs> I know, right? That's crazy. We did a movie a few years ago. Well, I think it came out in 2009. Yeah. And then we seen each other bit by bit. But that was soon after you came to faith a few years and then... Um, yeah, and you've just been going ever since. Here you are. How's everything going? Um, it could be better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like life sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, life sure likes to throw a curveball. Yeah. Uh, you know, things are good. Things can be bad. Um, but we just kind of make the best of them. Yeah. You know, and just kind of use the wisdom and things that we learn it's always going to be a struggle because you're for still, the rest of our lives. You're you know? still skating. You've got the beautiful kids. You're living life. You came out here to hang out. And so I've got a bunch of questions got thrown at me today when people heard that Stevie Cab was coming on here. Mm. I mean, we just had Brodison on. That's a cool thing. And then now Stevie Cab's hanging out. I say that because of the throwback to the 80s and the like. But um, and guys, I just want to boast on Steve for a moment. And back in the day, sitting on the couch, being sick from school, I want to say it was the bluegrass aggression session maybe one of those and then it was police academy four which is kind of in every part of my testimony Mm. which included you and lance and tony flying over trash cans so really i could say you're one of the guys that led me to start skateboarding way back when in 1992 i come to faith in 2004 you come to faith when what was the year you came to 2005 2005 wow so this is like and guys we're going to unpack a load of cool things but i thought it'd be cool to say Steve has had just one of the longest careers out there. I mean, literally winning every kind of contest, still ripping the day, joining me from just getting back from the van skate park. I mean, beautiful family, all your hands in all kinds of things. But to start, I want to jump right in with, do you remember way back then being this kid skating? Was there anyone in the skate culture that you knew of that was a believer or ever mentioned Jesus? Uh, Lance Mountain. Lance Mountain, so all the way back then, from as long as you'd known Lance, Lance was the guy that was... Yeah, I always knew he was a Christian, um, but, you know, he lived 
um, pretty much like like we did as yeah. far as the same interests. Yeah, you know, obviously he um, had values. Yeah, you know, so he wasn't someone that that was, you know, someone that I, I wouldn't connect with or or lead me down a a, a wrong road or bad yeah. path. He was a good example, uh, living, enjoying music, skating. Yeah, we were into punk rock together. You know, we were into uh, doing art and skating. And, you know, he enjoyed the same things. Um, but I, I knew that, that he had a, um, a faith-based background. He was open about, I'm a Christian. I'm yeah, but he wa- he wasn't the type of Christian that is really, really in your face about it. yeah. You know, like John the Baptist. There's, there's different levels of Christianity. <laughs> there's the ones that are in your face. <laughs> are you looking at one right now or what? <laughs> He's uh, looking at me, guys. <laughs> no, I mean there's there's ones that that um, you know that are just really uh, overzealous, yeah, um, and on fire, and just want to share the good news. Yeah, want to talk about Jesus all the time. Lance didn't write Jesus on his deck. Yeah, you know. Um, the only person I used to see do that was Judd Hill. Yeah, and Judd Judd still does it. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was interesting, you know, and and that that showed me that he had um yeah. faith in in uh, Christianity. Yeah, so he was bold about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, not not very many people. I mean, I heard the GNS team. Yeah, were back in the day in the late seventies. Um, a lot, I think a lot of those guys were Christians as well. Yeah. Um, but to be honest with you, I didn't really uh, connect with Christianity or people who were Christians because, you know, normally back in the 80s, a lot of um, Christians probably wouldn't be around punk rock or... That was or, the life of it. It was all starting, the yeah, band skating, of faction. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, <clears throat> you know, it wasn't something I would I would see that was accepted or, or looked... It probably was looked down upon yeah. a lot. You know, and uh, just being, you know, I, I mean, I was born and raised a Catholic. Yeah. Um, didn't really know what that meant. You know, I just knew that my my mother was and, and you know, so I guess I was. Yeah. You know, if, if you know, you, you'd go to school and you'd, you'd check that little box that said Catholic. You repeat a couple you know, prayers, yeah. you say you're sorry. And yeah. And I, I you know, I, I didn't understand it. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a relationship with God. It was just... Um, I was born into it. Yeah, and this isn't like we're we're bashing Catholicism. I mean, there's spiritual Catholics, but generally, like from my wife's family, you show up in a building, they sometimes speak in Latin, you don't really know what you're doing, and almost the religion is very different than here, Stevie Cab, in his teenage years, hanging out with your friends. I mean, and even for Lance, you know, I've seen him at Vans recently. He really feels called to be present in the way he is continually mm. just pointing to Christ and then we talked about Jodeli you know which was one of the first people I ever seen I think at a Tampa Am that's a big skate contest you guys um, and he just has Jesus all over his board mm. and he's ready to go and really it's the way God makes you you know like even me intro in this like I felt this radical call I was suicidal depressed divorced I need help now Jesus shows up mm. and for others like I'm going to be this consistent faithful thing over time so people can see. So there was Lance. Did you did you skate with Eddie back then, or was Eddie a believer yet? Eddie, LJ? yeah, I skated with Eddie in the late seventies, and then he kind of disappeared. And he wasn't a believer at the time, or he was? Um, no, he okay. wasn't. Um, but then you know, when I got saved, 
um, I got given a, a disc that Eddie Algera had put out okay. talking about his faith uh, through Joel Gomez from Sessions. Yeah. So just kind of connecting, um, like, hey, you know, Eddie's a Christian too. Listen to his testimony. Yeah. You know. Because um, he's one of the first guys, I think, didn't he go witness to all the guys at that state I, camps? I or? don't know. <laughs> well, Eddie's meant to be on when he's in town, so. Um, I, the closest I was around Christianity was around the 90s when I was in the street skate and stuff and uh, I remember Solomon Aga and that's right and uh, Sean Mandoli were having Bible studies yep. together and I was showing up at the skate church in San Jose yeah. um, to skate the mini ramp is that where Joe Gruba is word. right now? You were going at a skate I think Joe Gruba is up there right now huh? yeah okay yeah so I went to you know I got there after they had their little Bible study. Yeah. You're one of the kids that maybe even some will listen. They show up to Ramp 48 or to Skate Night, and they just want the pizza, the drink, and for sure. the cute girl and skate. Because I guess for me, even with yourself, I got in at the end of vert skating, like 92. When did you turn pro? I turned pro in 1980. Wow. So I was one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So you've been board sliding for like the whole of my life. Yeah, man. And then there wasn't as many Christians. A Christian was getting out of prison. He was a believer. Jay Adams wasn't going to be a believer for a few mm-hmm. years. There's yourself. But the first things I saw of you was these graphics, you know, and this Bruce Lee influence coming from an Eastern philosophical point of view, which I did, mm. reading all about Taoism and Tao <laughs> Jang and the rest. You were always kind of looked at like this older, not that you're that many years older, but this kind of sage who's had these decades of skating and wisdom and then God began to get a hold of you. How did you take that? And what was the moment when you knew, okay, because if someone's listening and they're open and maybe they're new agey or maybe they're just very respectful, like I feel like I was coming from Liverpool, what made Steve Caballero say, I'm believing this and now I see sin is real and man, God has done this beautiful work in my heart and Jesus, I need you. Yeah, there's there's always a moment um, when he comes into your life. Uh, definitely took me a long time yeah um i didn't get saved till i was 41 um but that has a lot to do with choices that i made and 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 things that i was influenced by yeah you know i i love the idea of bruce lee i I loved his movies i loved what he did with martial arts yeah um but his thinking and his philosophies um which i got drawn to yeah I did two at 13. You did? Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So, an ex-wife, my ex-wife, that my first wife, yeah. uh, uh, she'd give me a book <clears throat> on Bruce Lee and, and Taoism and Eastern philosophy and Zen. Yeah. And uh, I started reading it, and I was like, oh, man, you know, this is uh, really interesting stuff, you know, because everyone's kind of... You know, you get to a certain age where you're, you're kind of looking for wisdom all the time, yeah. certain places, you're getting nuggets here and there. Yeah. Uh, but when I started picking up his books, um, I started uh, connecting with them, with them because um, of something that Stacey Peralta had said to me mm-hmm. years ago when I was 15. He said, like, hey, you know, Kev, you got this Zen way about you. That just that word stood out? It's, I, dude, from, seriously... From when I was 15 to like when I turned, you know, yeah. 30, I was like, I, that that word, I never even, like, yeah. I'd see it here and there, but that word just stuck. So yeah. I got pulled in to that, you know, and I studied those books for like seven years. Yeah. 
And the more and more I got into studying that stuff, the more and more I started becoming atheist. Because it, obviously Bruce's thinking is more philosophical. It's the mind. It's, it's yeah. self-realization. Self-realization, you know, self-enlightenment. Uh, don't worry about the past. Don't mm-hmm. worry about the future. Think about everything now. And I'm like, wow, what a great way to live. Yeah. Survival of the fittest. And yeah. yeah and, you know, there's no guilt there of like having to believe into a, of a deity or, or mm-hmm. where I came from or where I'm going. So, you know, it's kind of like something that connected to. So that drew me further and further from where I am today. Yeah. Which, you know, um, it was a good lesson for me because it really taught me uh, to pre- appreciate who I am now and who I serve. And, and, yeah. and um, it really, um, I would say it was a, a, a series of different events that happened. Yeah. And I remember one time being in Lance Mountain's car <clears throat> arguing to the wee hours of the night about <laughs> God and Christianity and Zen and everything. And, uh, and to a point where I think this had to have been maybe about six months or a year before I got saved. And I just said, I just broke down. I said, Lance, I am not going to believe in God or Jesus until he reveals himself to mm-hmm. me. Which is honest. So I Why spoke not? that. Yeah. I spoke those words. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, sure enough, <laughs> He shows showed up, up in a mighty way. Yeah, shows up in my ear. And, you know, it was at a point where I was in despair and mm. had a broken heart. And, you know, if you have a hard heart towards God, it takes it to be broken to, to yeah. let him into it. You know, and things that can make your heart, your heart hard yeah. is fame, fortune, women, drugs, um, hmm. Anything that you're using to satisfy you at that time, all the self, everything without God, yeah. you know, everything that that we crave as human beings, our sinful hmm. nature, um, that helps us become prideful towards knowing that there's another way out there. There's yeah. a better way. That there's um, a God out there that loves you, that wants to protect you, wants hmm. to just make you understand that your life has meaning and that there's an importance to your life that you're just not existing, mm-hmm. that, that there's a, a better way to look at life and to treat people and, and, you know, and just to live a, a more honest and yeah. godly life. Because yeah, if you look at Bruce, not to like throw rocks at Bruce, because we're not, you know, I mean, my cooperation that I started with skating is titled after one of his movies. Mm-hmm. I have DVDs in the garage that I don't even know how, they're in Cantonese and the soundtrack mm-hmm. is there. Pink Floyd. I have like 30 books. I mean, it was more for me like this philosophy, but it's almost like he's, here's Bruce's contrast, almost like the successful way of living and everything well, he you had just his demon, said. He had his demons, man. If oh, you yeah? look at his documentary and stuff, I meant. Yeah, he was born with a girl's name got, because his dad believed the demons are going to kind of get him. Yeah. Yeah. Siphon, a girl's name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, he had, everyone's got some. Yeah. Something that they're dealing with. He wrestling. definitely had some stuff going on. So, And for those of you who listen and look, me and Steve aren't sitting here say just believe because you like skating and you might wear Steve's you know, half cabs or what he's saying is God got a hold of him, opened the eyes and he realized the love that God has, knew he needed to be forgiven. God began to do this work. So here you are now and you're still riding for Powell and Vans. I mean, what's going on with you practically, just you to me? Um. Well, I, you know... I made the trek down south from Northern yeah. California uh, four and a half years ago. 
And uh, I just felt at the time living in San Jose, it was just really stale for me. Yeah. Things were not moving as quickly as I would like them to. Not much happening, you yeah. know. And, and every time I came down this way, it was like a hotel and a flight and, yeah, you know, and... So when I decided to make the track down here towards the industry, yeah, uh, my life got really, really busy. You know, I got connected to a really good church um, in Carlsbad, mm-hmm. you know, called Daybreak. Yeah. Um, and uh, with a great pastor. And uh, so I'd just been kind of going there and, and gone to some retreats as well. And, and also having uh, a Bible study from that church and stuff. And so just getting connected there and, um, just trying to get fed as much as I can yeah. and, uh, and trying to be in, in the word as much as I can, you know, it's, 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 it's a difficult struggle when you have a life that gets in the way and, yeah. and, and you get busy and, and I have my hands in a lot of stuff. Like that's what I was going to say, I don't know someone that's actually, done and experienced as much when you even Lance recently was saying you know you're that little generation over that was maybe in the magazine first mm-hmm. and things took off and then with Stacy helping all you guys mm-hmm. and your gifts and talents you've got what music motorcycles cars Hot Wheels, uh, you love Ultraman. You obviously, I mean, there's just like a million things you're doing. So I, this is all going on. <laughs> I'm heavily involved with artwork these days. Yeah. You know, I'm getting a lot of jobs and stuff through that, you know. Wow. So kind of made a transition um, yeah. from not just making uh, income from skateboarding or making, you know, a little income from doing some music stuff, but also now um, when I made the decision to, um, become an artist yeah. and, and be a professional one that now, I mean, I made that decision in around 2004, 2005. And, um, like before, like, so I had art night at my house yeah. on Tuesday nights. And then when I got saved, <laughs> it turned into Bible study <laughs> <laughs> because probably some of the art was a little bit different than what you'd be doing as a believer. Or, no, no, it, it only just, gets more uh, provocative. It no. just opened up, you know, well, what happened Not is, for you, you? I mean, yeah. I'm saying, yeah, if anyone else is bringing art in, it normally gets too crazy, but yours was always like hot rods or bikes or very classically done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the art that I do is just, it's just fun. It's just pop art, you know, yeah. like stuff that I was into, um, in the eighties and nineties and, and just things that, that kind of like Lichtenstein was pop art, right? Back then Roy Lichtenstein. And I think like, did Coop do that kind of art? It was kind of like colors popping. And- yeah. Yeah. I'm just really fun, colorful things, you know, yeah. cartoony. Um, I just like things that are pleasing to the eye, you yeah. know, and, uh, obviously, I'm not there to get a a reaction out of people because yeah. there's a lot of reactional. Art yeah, that's, out that's there. good though to show that. Yeah, yeah. So if that's easy to get the attention of that way, but you know, it's not very creative. Yeah, that's true. Because and and I was gonna say even when God reveals Himself, I loved hearing this recently. He could have said so many things about Himself in the very beginning of the Bible, but He said in the beginning God created. Hmm. So all the artists should be you know patting themselves on the back and. I did some art school. I could show you my art, but you wouldn't want to see it. But it I is kind of see it. It is kind of crazy when you think about <laughs> how Lance can can sculpt these yeah. bowls and these pools and his art, you know. And then and then for you, the things I've seen over the years, like that, was it always that way? Did you guys have to learn? Because now we have Josh Harmony. We always have crazy. to learn. We're always in a learning process. Yeah, um, learning about ourselves, learning about our skills, yeah, talents. Um, you know. Scripture says we're creating God's image, right? Yep. God's a creator. Continues Everybody to is creative in their own way. Mm-hmm. I think what happens is there's just people 
live with fear yeah. and anxiety, and that's what keeps them from being who God meant them yeah, to be. Yeah, based on someone else's idea or opinion or this. So so you come to faith, and then you have this platform. Vert skating was here. I mean, I got I to gotta brag, though. You you kept up with the street skating. I mean, in those old four monsters, some yeah. rails that you bought slid that I wouldn't go near that were scary. You yeah, know? man. So. <laughs> I was going down pretty hard on I remember. some rails. At 35 years old, I was going down on huge rails and just going like, this isn't <laughs> worth it. Yeah, I was living with Andrew Reynolds and Jim Greco at the time. We'd be watching the four one, and we're like... What is Steve Caballero doing? You're like <laughs> that one in San Jose yeah. that you go down, and then the, the was it the long one that you like got pitched on or something? Yeah, guys, go on YouTube, and this this guy in front of me is like an <laughs> evil Knievel over here doing some crazy <laughs> stuff. So you come to faith. Yeah. There's this whole big influence. How did that? How did God begin to work? Like, and I'll say this, you know, because I've, I've shared in the past. I was in the old church I was part of, the church Christians are part of, mm-hmm. and I was praying, Lord what do you want me to do with my skate career? And I felt like God impressed on me. Take off your shoes. This is holy ground. Mm. And in my head, I'm like, well, Lord, the verse is take off your sandals. But it's like God was saying, Brian, you've got to work on your marriage. You've got to mm. focus on your, your bride and, mm-hmm. and the kids. And so I felt like God said every five years when people check in with you, you know, doing Bible school, doing whatever. But I say that to boast in what guys like yourself are doing. There still needs to be those people. I mean, I, I went and, sat with Jake, you know, and sat with Cardiel and sat with all these people and I shared and I witnessed and messaged a lot of my old friends, man. God's real. He did this. He did that. I was mm-hmm. pretty much John the Baptist. Like, I can't believe this is real. Mm. But you got to go and I remember and you would begin to share. Hey, God got a hold of me. What was that transition like, like from the start? You know, how did he show you? Here's how I want. I'm saying this to people to say, what does it mean for all of us made differently? Lance's like this. Steve's like this. Christian's like this. Judd's like this. What did he do with you? Well, it's a choice, you know, and I, I made that choice, that honest choice. Uh, I pretty much lived my life the way I wanted to 41, for 41 years. Yeah. And I felt like at, at, at that time, I still didn't really have a clue of what was important yeah. in my life. And um, I was making bad decisions that, that caused broken hearts. Yeah. You know, and, you know... I, I suffered a broken heart and that's what that's allowed that allowed mm. God to to come in and and his and actually hear his voice cuz he's always speaking to us in many ways mm-hmm. with different people and I was ready you know and I understand that you're not going to hear God knocking on your door if you're not ready yeah it doesn't matter how much someone Pounds yeah. it, pounds yeah, it. I'm sure you. you had millions of conversations with everyone oh. and say, or no, it was just that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've had, you know, tons of Christian, you know, yeah. friends and family in my life, but I wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah. You know, so that being the case, <clears throat> I'm very sensitive to that. So the way I minister, I don't, I don't try to Bible thump people yeah. Yeah. into believing. You look for the conversation and just loving them the and door. sharing. I yeah, wait for yeah, the yeah. door to open, you know, and um, it's important to have the answers to the questions that people have, mm-hmm. you know, and not very many people are asking questions, Yeah, you know, so you have to wait for that opportunity. So as myself, that's how I minister and that's how I am as a Christian Yeah, is I try to try to tread lightly, especially like on social media yeah. and um, you know, because it's always going to cause an argument or a fight or a disagreement. And, you know, uh, people are just out there looking for that. 
Especially now with the politics and everyone's offended and there's something to shout about and me and just yeah. I mean yeah, I'm very I tread lightly what I post about, you know, and yeah. um but then there'll be times where I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be bold today yeah. and I'm gonna let everyone know I love Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not hiding it, of course. And and Paul even prayed that you would grant them repentance. So he enlists us, he sends us out. That leads me to a question by John Andrus. If you've been around the bike world at all, you know, and him and Vic Murphy, the good friends with Judd, Mm. he says, can you preach too much in the industry? Like, can it become more about someone's preaching? You mean, can you get annoying? Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I remember. <laughs> of course you can. I remember even. You can be annoying with every anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they say that. You know, they say, how do you know someone likes jujitsu? Because they're going to tell you. How do you know someone's straight edge? They're going to tell you. How do you know someone's vegan? They're, and people have said, you know, I'm not one of those preachy Christians, but we are meant to proclaim. There is that truth. It's like you're saying, Lord, I'm waking up today, going into the bagel shop. What do you have for me? Here's my art show. How can I talk to someone about it? I think that the best way that a Christian can spread the good news is by the way they live. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sensitive to non-believers and, and, and atheists because I was once one. Yeah. And I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't want to turn anyone away from God. So obviously, if I'm turning people away from God, doesn't uh, then maybe I'm not ministering the way that, that God wants To reach wants out to. to them. And like Jesus came, you know, Jesus came preaching, John came preaching. Like I have a lot of friends that are in the industry that some still don't, obviously don't know the Lord. And at times they get that moment of arrival. Like Brian, I listened to this podcast. Mm-hmm. I had this, I mean, I had a, a good friend of mine who's one of the top 15 probably skaters ever who straight mm-hmm. said, look, I was on the side of the road. My car was out the window. Mm. I heard a voice say, put your arm in the window. And I did. And a truck came by and ripped the side of my car off. And mm. he goes, and I got on the floor. And the first thing I thought was, I'm calling Brian. Mm. And, he, and, he, and he said to me on the phone, you know, and you probably know what I'm talking about. I won't, you know, go there. But he said, can you just say some of those things you say? <laughs> and I mean, do you mean pray? And he's like, well, yeah. That's and awesome. so I said, I'm going to pray right now. And he ended up from the sound of it, like yeah. crying. And and so God does move us in this way. For those, look, if you just run around shouting repent with a big sign, you're not really going to know what you're saying. But there is this call to say, Steve's been positioned here. Brian's been positioned there. The Bible says we're to speak the oracles of God, but we have these relations. Hmm. You have art, you have a craft, you have a career. People are tuning in because you're sitting here or because they're now listening to this faithfully. So, John also asked a question too, and this is, this is again, this is just funny, which to us might seem like no-brainers, but there's a lot of skaters now, and there's a lot who love Jesus, and mm. they're trying to figure out, this might be more of like a skate ministry-based idea, have you ever had to turn down sponsorships that may pay a lot, but represent <laughs> darkness? <laughs> But that represent represent dark. What what is darkness? <laughs> I know, no, I'm not laughing at the question. What is darkness? It's funny because the idea is, and guys, black black clothes. <laughs> well, I mean, did Slayer ever try and sponsor you? Oh. For, oh no, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, but are the, they dark? But the idea is, and guys, biblically, we're born into a will. We don't I just know don't like God, their music, so we're separated. You don't like Slayer? No. Okay. Well, you're a Metallica. Guy, I don't like right? the voice. You're a Metallica. I like guy. Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen photos with you with those yeah. guys. So. But the idea is, you know, I know when I came to faith, there was just 
people said, why did you make these choices with your sponsors? And I go, look, I don't have the time to go be all over the world for three weeks chasing being the top of the game. Mm. My wife's back home. This is what I got to work on. But for yourself, you're able to still reach these masses because the pool skating and this whole legend kind mm-hmm. of thing came back. Mm-hmm. So it allowed guys like yourself and Christian, obviously Tony's always been going, you know, you've always been going, but it's almost like, is there some, some way that there's ever been something negative? You said, Hey, this isn't for me. Or are you the guy that says, I'm going to try and go be part of this because I want to be a light to them. Well, I mean, you know, there, there have been opportunities to like do artwork for, alcoholic mm-hmm. companies or yeah. you know things like that and I've turned down because I don't drink so it's yeah. not something that I would be uh, yeah you're not going to be associated with yeah you know because then I would be selling out you yeah know? so I don't do anything like if Monster or you know Rockstar all those energy drinks came up to me and said hey we want to pay you a bunch of money yeah to ride for I wouldn't do it yeah that's just not your thing that's it's not, not your, no yeah I, no I just not into it yeah. and then I would be selling out and that's just know? a different look for you anyway in your style or sometimes what those things represent yeah, yeah. well it's it's who I am and, and who I choose to be yeah I, people can make their own choices and and you know every choice that we make there's a consequence yeah you know so. You know, it's life's tough, man, because a lot of choices that we make, we can't see the future of how it's going to end up, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's kind of a slow death or slow destruction. Yeah. And humans are really good at destroying themselves. Yeah. Every, any way possible. Making ourselves a center or focus on whatever may be or chasing the wrong thing. Yeah, it could be, you know, anything, you know, anything yeah. that we are attracted to that uh, gives us uh, immediate pleasure. Yeah. You know, so... Um, I still struggle with a lot of things, you yeah. know, um, that God's, you know, and, and obviously I have to be in, a, in the right place to be convicted about these things, yeah. you know, and so that's what I love about having faith is that conviction, that healthy conviction to, yeah. to let me know that I'm not going down the right path. And that's where you go and say, Lord, show me what's right for me. Cause, cause it's true. I can be convicted about one thing. You can be about another. Mm-hmm. I don't drink because I look at it in America. It's an epidemic where more women are beating, you know, people mm-hmm. get raped more, blah, 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 blah. But the Bible doesn't say you can't someone else can, but that's their conviction. Mm-hmm. It talks about not being drunk, but what your point it's relevant because I know friends who are actors, who are musicians, and they wrestled in their faith where they said, well, I will be in any movie saying anything, taking whatever off because mm-hmm. I'm going to get more notoriety and then I'll talk about God. And I don't think God needs you to go and do things that will be classed as sinful to build a platform. I'm not saying riding for monster sinful or not, but I'm just saying, especially with actors and musicians, mm-hmm. this is a massive thing where obviously for you, there's that conviction. I want things to be presented a a certain way. Um, and then Jimmy Branch asked a question. Do you ever, have you ever felt like Christianity has you to be cold shouldered in the skate community? I, I don't really feel like that in the skate world. I feel like cold you're shoulder. What do you mean? Well, just like someone's like, Oh, well now cabs a Christian or okay, here comes Hasoy. Do you feel like there's ever been cold shoulder with people? Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're people, uh, look at me different act differently because they think I'm going to judge them. You know, they think of judgment, huh? They think of judgment. They think like, oh, you know, he's, <laughs> look at this is what he, you know, is aspiring to be. I'm not that, so you probably look at me differently. Or wow, like, okay. and and that's just normal. I mean, 
that's just that's how the world that's sees just the Christians. world in, in itself yeah. everyone's judging everybody i know i, I think of the <laughs> things i used not. to think it's crazy <laughs> atheists judge each other <laughs> i know how good of you an atheist I mean? you are yeah so you know everybody judges everybody it doesn't matter if you're faith-based or not yeah you know yeah i mean we even i mean i enter contests where i'm getting judged yeah you know so <laughs> and even in the church it says don't judge the world it says judge one another and there isn't a judgment of like what's steve doing it's a judgment of like are you doing okay yeah or if you're off in sin i need to come bring you back so and then yeah. you know i mean even in the church i mean there's judgment in there when like let's say yeah. um you're not wearing the proper attire or something you mean you know? sandals right <laughs> or the wrong haircut i've seen it yeah you know it, it's you know and going to you know I, I, I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna wear a suit at church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I'm one saying. suit and I barely fit into it. I probably had to eat good to do this wedding last week, so these guys are making fun of me. Why don't you have a suit when, a, when Brian came over, Pastor Brian, the prior episode joke and I'm like I'm pretty You know, God looks at it. your heart, man. Yeah. Don't look at your outer appearance. And guys, look, if you are just tuning in because you're hearing Steve and you've seen his legacy and his career, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm serious. But what he's saying is true. It's not the outward, it's the inward. And that's what Jesus spoke to the Pharisees about. You were whitewashed tombs. You're trying to perform all these rituals and ceremonies. And me and Steve trying to connive ways to sin. No. I mean, he's going to see a, a movie and a bit at the block with, with Hosoi, right? And you're mm-hmm. not out there to try and sin. We're not going to be hypocritical in that sense, but man, we're going to struggle forward. We're here sitting here hoping to bless you, encourage you. I look at a man like Steve that God crossed our path, that if I can have him speaking to you today about the love of God, that he sent his son, that he redeems us through what he did on the cross, I mean, that's our ultimate goal. But at the same time, God is working in us. Guys, learn to walk in the grace of God. And then a friend of mine, Kyle, who's also in BMX ministry, asked the question, what are your thoughts on the spiritual climate of the skate industry and culture? And this is what's the it's relevant freezing. part. It's freezing. It's <laughs> freezing. There's the Zen part. It's freezing. It's freezing. <laughs> but has it changed? And this is, this is interesting because I feel like I'm more out of it. Has the skate industry culture? And listen, I'm going to qualify this. Has it changed over the years because... Slightly. My son watches YouTube. If I, if I sit there with him, I put on certain videos. Almost every Thrasher video has a pentagram and a 666, oh. and it sounds silly. You know what I mean? But I'm saying, is there there's this fake idea of Satan, like 666 horns, you know? But then is there a darker side? What's the skate industry looking like towards there's Christians? There's definitely a dark side. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a side that wants you not to live an abundant life. Yeah. There's a side that wants you to suffer. There's a side that wants to lead you down the wrong path to destroy yourself. Wow. Obviously. You think it's intentional or just culture? Uh, we're born into it. Yeah. You just mean the, the nature of the choices uh, just you society. make? To, society yeah. um, is, is, um, steers people yeah. um, in, in ways to, that, that, that don't seem harmful at first, yeah. but then can consume you at a very slow rate. Yeah. You know, um, where you can't see it coming. Yeah. You know, so you got, you know, wisdom really can, can protect you, um, from falling into that stuff, you know, and I, I love the wisdom of God and, 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 and what he says about how we should live because it, it's really teaching you to look out for the enemy that wants to destroy you, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes the enemy is us. 
Yeah, it's our flesh if we're, we're opposed to God. Yeah, we're trying, we're destroying ourselves, not even knowing it. Yeah, you know, and being a dad, you know, we want the best for our kids. You protect know, them. protect them and 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 lead them the right way. And just like my father in heaven wants to protect me and lead mm-hmm. me the right way, and yeah. so becoming a father really made me really appreciate. Um, and a Christian really yeah. appreciate the love of God and, and, and what he has for his children. And, sp- and guys, if you just suddenly tuned in and said, what are they talking about? An enemy in the flesh? I just even put verses down prior to this thinking. What do you where, mean? Enemy? Every movie has an enemy I know, and but, a good but, guy and but, a bad guy. You know, I, I grew up you playing Street not Fighter. A real one? Double, I know there's a real one. Yeah. I mean, Satan, you know, in the Old Testament and in the New. But I'm saying if they're tuning in saying, what do you mean? You guys are getting spooky. No, guys, listen. God made Adam and Eve, put them in the garden, and he told the man, don't eat of this tree. And some of you, probably like Steve and myself, <laughs> thought before believers, oh, they ate the apple or they ate the grapes. No. What God did was he, just like Steve said, he's a loving father. He told Adam and Eve, don't eat this. Yeah. But it says in Genesis 3, 6, when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was a delight to her eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to Adam. When you read what it was about the tree, there was three things. It was good for food, so it made me and Steve and the rest of mankind feel good. It was the light to the eyes, so we had to have it. Mm-hmm. There's the coveting, and it would desire to make one wise. Exactly what Steve is saying about Bruce Lee, this philosophy, our own way, this mindset. They fell spiritually that day. They died. Jesus shows up almost 4,000 years later in Matthew 4, 4. Satan comes along, the enemy we're talking about, and he tempts Jesus with the same three things. And Jesus says, it's written. Man doesn't live on bread alone, Mm. but the word of God. So Mm -hmm. God spoke a sermon in Genesis, Mm -hmm. and they did not listen. They followed the enemy. Mm. And now we're all born following him. So to answer the question, what is the spiritual climate? The world's crazy. If we don't know the Lord, that's our nature. So this is the idea that how do we get redeemed from this? We can't. You will know them by their fruit. That's it. You'll know them. So then Steve comes to faith. I'm coming to faith. People of faith. The Holy Spirit forgives us. Christ's blood's applied. Now we have the fruit of the Spirit and we begin to grow. And a friend of yours, actually, I mean, Jim Fitzpatrick, he said, Steve, boy, kid, skater, discoveries, struggles, sponsored success, recognition, champion, fame, husband, father, grandfather skateboarding has been a constant throughout your entire life how is that possible (laughs) thanks jim yeah jim fitzpatrick love that guy i actually got stoned with that guy oh man jim hope you're not stoned right now in the 80s wow uh, he sounds like he knows you you by the way with a teacher man (laughs) you got some crazy things thinking about Um, but yeah, that was in the eighties. In the eighties, yeah, uh, that was BC. That was very popular. Yeah, that was very popular back then. Well, you um, have Brian Broderson on talking about what he was doing before Christ. So a minute ago, but um, how is that possible that skating has been? Because there was ups and downs. I mean, like I said, when I was getting sponsored, vert skating, where was it? Like Tony said, he was mm-hmm. making thirteen dollar checks at one time, and now he's making a great living. You know, for him and his kids and his kids. So. Well, you know, Tony just uh, kept following his dreams and kept doing what he was called yeah. to do, you know, yep. and, and, and be a good representative of the sport, you know, mm-hmm. and I've, I've said this before in interviews before, I just, I love the fact that it, Tony Hawk 
is Tony Hawk. Yeah, and, and, it's and, cool. And just, he is just an amazing person, you mm-hmm. know, and he's done so much for this industry, you know, and um, I just wish the best for him yeah. and his family and his kids, and and uh, he's still going for it. Right? I know. He's gnarly. He's... I know. He's I, an, I wrote for Birdhouse ama- 15 he's amazing. years. And just... And this was a time when, for those who don't know, you know, when the X Games came out or skating got real big, everyone was trying to be so core. And Tony wasn't being a cheese ball. He was just skating. Mm-hmm. And he opened the door for so many sponsors. I think back to my career with the Tony Hawk Skate Park mm-hmm. Tour for some of the video game stuff to what he did. And I would go on these trips. And it would be like me and Steve Barra, you know, Bucky and, and Andrew Reynolds. And we'd be like, Tony skates harder than everyone at every demo mm-hmm. all the time. And we would go to a demo and go drop into a McTwist right now. Yeah. And, he, and I remember being in the van when I was in my Danzig stage and Tony walking around with his shirt off singing Mother to me, <laughs> wondering what was going on. Um, I don't know if Tony would be on here. Maybe I haven't seen in a few years, but yeah. he opened that door. So you've just skating, Jim, I guess what Steve's saying is skating is what's been constant. Like Paul Rodriguez, his dad said, I believe I read years ago, keep the main thing, the main thing. For us as believers, that's true. But at the same time, if there's something you love, your art's the main thing. Your career's the same main thing. Your well, yeah, yeah, you know, skating never was something that I was inspired to be have a career. Hmm. It just I kind of it just fell onto my lap. You know, yeah. I just loved skating. I loved what it did for me. It gave me confidence. It taught me how to how you have to fail to succeed. Yep. Um, it taught me about patience. It taught me about um, overcoming fears. Hmm. And I've I've applied a lot of those attributes to different things like music and art and and like riding dirt bikes yeah. and um, you know getting into hot rods, building cars, and designing them, and just all this these different things. You know, um, there's um, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think I've even hit my full potential yeah. as a person. You, you should know, live that so way. Much, there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that we can enjoy and, and, and know about ourselves. But fear is the one that keeps us, you know, like for me, yeah. surfing, I'm scared of Are surfing. Are you serious? Are you, <laughs> it yeah. scares me. Is the way scare me. <laughs> I actually have a, a video on my phone of a 17-foot Great White at 17th that Street. That scares me too. That I, I won't show you then. But I remember surfing with Christian years ago. And listen, if you've ever surfed with Christian, he had booties on, gloves on, a head mask on and everything. And he went out and it was like the funny. <laughs> and I, can you imagine that guy surfing? I mean, I surfed with, with Jay before, you know. Yeah, surf style. And, and Aaron Murray and guys like that, but Christian would kill it. So, <laughs> but the fear, it's true because um, every day God has exactly planned for you what He has. Mm. And 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 I'll, I'll say this because I know I know you've, you've lived this, but Bruce Lee, even when he talked about the thing for me that got me about his philosophy, which I know he read it all in books, but he applied mm-hmm. it. He was an artist. Was that Gung Fu was his vehicle. Mm-hmm. So as a 13-year-old kid reading the Tao of Jeet Kune Do, I realized skateboarding is his vehicle. Right. So how do I learn about myself? And I say this even with my kids. I had to learn to fail so many times to land that kickflip, mm-hmm. to grind that rail. Mm-hmm. If you give me something to do, I'm going to figure out how to do it. And I say this to parents today, man, when your kids start skating, they will be able to master their focus within just a few years by spending hours in that parking lot mm-hmm. that then they can go into any profession and accelerate. And that's really the craft. So skateboarding itself, um, OC Breakless asks, have you ever felt your faith was tested the most? And what is it that you, you did to overcome it? What's been the biggest challenge well, for you? faith tested every day. Yeah. Every day I walk out that door, 
every day I open my eyes, my faith is tested. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially, <laughs> you know, social media. <laughs> you know? Is that the testing? That That's the main one? Yeah. Because I hear a lot of people. Well, we're exposed to so much. Yeah. Such oh, you quick, mean in that sense, everything's thrown at you? What are you seeing visually? Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, we've become addicted to our yeah. cell phones. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> I admit I have, you know, and, um, but you know, it's, it's, it also is a part of my job and, yeah. and how I promote the companies that I work for, mm-hmm. um, how I promote my life, my, um, how I share my yeah. life, how I share my faith, how I share my kids, my family. So my Instagram is not just work. It's, 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 it's everything of who yeah. I am and what I eat and, um, Obviously, I don't post everything on there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nobody posts everything. Everything, yeah. Most you know. people don't post. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I think that's a relevant point because when you look at Instagram, what it is, some people are either so opposed to it that almost like their righteousness is like, I don't even care. Or the people, it's everything. But I can think of both of us. I have so many friends in Liverpool I might never see mm-hmm. that will maybe hear this podcast and about our faith because of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, sharing my kids so my parents can see it. Yep. How many people might go and follow and suddenly see a post you post in a week, which I know in the Christian skate, well, guys, there, there's a lot of us. Yeah. And uh, regularly it's it's overcoming their own addictions years ago. It's not being suicidal. It's like you just said. I mean, you're pretty much telling any of these famous movie stars right now that are sitting on millions. Guys, at the end of it all, like the answer's in Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. we're redeeming social media. So, well, I mean, I I think I do a pretty good job at at what I post. At, um, only because I feel like if I was posting the wrong things, I have a lot of Christian brothers in mm. my family. I would say, "Hey, Cab, that's yeah, a, that's a little uh, yeah edgy." And that's wisdom right there. <laughs> hey, think about and this. I haven't because... had those. I haven't had those calls. So I think I'm doing. And it sounds like you want that. And that's what we do want. I want accountability. Brian, did you think about when you said this, why you thought that, why you posted this? That's it. Okay. I I, I definitely want Christian brothers to be bold enough to be able to to talk to me and say, Hey, Hmm. you know, I don't, I don't don't know about that. Guys, I'm pleased to hear what Steve's saying. You know, I I like when someone can tell the story, but I can just chime in. But the Bible does say that a rebuke from a friend is better than a kiss from an enemy. Hmm. Um, We need to tell each other in love because you got to play these things out. Where is that? searching those i mean i have an 18 year old i'm already aware of what he's going to be exposed to mm-hmm. there's a reason he didn't even get an instagram till once he was 18 and that mm-hmm. was that's that sounds crazy to someone but do you need to see that many sets of boobs and backsides and foul things and vulgar things i mean just being yourself is already enough of a struggle uh tristan strange asked what was have him stay away from the beach then i know i know Ton, oh, well, tons of boobs people do there. that pa- pastors <laughs> pastors come here to huntington <laughs> They come here to Huntington and they say, how do you even deal with living here? And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm so used to just, you know, most guys have just like a pair of shorts on. Most girls are hardly wearing anything. It's like, you just get so used to it. Yeah. I think there's things that go deeper. And that's not well, to say culture's doing it right. Yeah. It's not. It just depends on where your your head's at. If you're yeah, chasing I mean, that or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. God made beauty. Yep. You know. Yep. You know, so. 
Oh, then Tristan Strange asks, and this is good. Hey, Adam and Eve were naked, dude. Yeah, they noticed they were naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, but uh, but then they were hiding in the bushes, and God said, "Where are you?" And they hid in the bushes naked. So, guys, if you were out there in the bushes naked, come out. Get before the Lord; He will clothe you in righteousness. And uh, we're going to preach the gospel out of this stuff any way we can. Um, what was one habit you wish you developed earlier? that contributed to you having such a great example of consistency and longevity in the faith. So that's a big compliment. In the faith? Um, probably just pray more, hmm. you know? Um, just get in the Word more, obviously, like I said, you know? Yeah. Like, obviously, I could be doing a better job as far as getting in the Word and, and uh, you know... Um, yeah, like I said, man, life life gets. I, I have a devotional yeah. that my friend gave me. It's Chuck Smith mm-hmm. one, the blue one. Uh, it's brown, actually. Um, it's uh, wisdom for today. Yeah, and uh, that must be the updated version. You got, yeah. I got the old blue one. Oh yeah, Josh Harmony bought me oh, <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I try to dip into that, and then sometimes I'd be like, oh, I haven't gone into that for like a week or so. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, it's just. Our minds are just racing all the time, I know. you know, and there's just so many. And my problem, and I, I think this, my dad used to have the same problem. He used to say yes to too many things, you know, and you start saying yes to so many things and you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're like, oh man, I, I got so much on my plate, Yeah, you know, and, and, you know, part of you don't want to disappoint or part of you don't want to miss out. So it's like, yes, I'll do that. Yeah. Okay. I'll do this. And then you're thinking like, oh man, I forgot I had to do that. You know, I remember and, um, hearing that a yes to something is a no to something else. Yeah. And like cutting yourself short and you don't realize it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you can get overly too busy where you're too busy for your family and your, your, mm. your, your, your wife and your kids. And, um, but, um, yeah, you know, I just, the devotion just and the learned, prayer. Yeah. That, and I just, you know, learned to, to talk to people a little differently you know, learn to be a little bit more gentle and and uh, listen more and not interrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's hard because we are excited to share. And if you're not word processor like me, but I remember when you and Lance and even for Christian, it's funny because with street skaters, they're kind of just almost opposed to your fate. Like ah, whatever. But with the pool guys, I kind of always pictured you guys always just being on like the same team. Like, oh, we're all at the pool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. But there is that kind of resistance. Huh? You're like the God squad, I think Dwayne Peters said or something. Oh, really? He used to say, well, not to you guys, but I remember when Christian was first saved and then the Jay and others, and he was like, this is the God yeah, squad. Yeah. So they had to really learn to listen than just blast. So, okay. And then this question's good here. This is Alex Olsen, but not... Steve Olson's Alex mm-hmm. Olson, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, what has skating taught you about God? Is, it, is there anything it showed you? Yeah, it it, it can't save you. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know what? You know what? Honestly, that's so huge. Honestly, yeah. that is like that's something people are afraid to say because the idea that skating saves and it does it does not it save does you. save from sometimes addictions or or laziness or whatever. But man, at the end of the day. All legends die. I, I I've seen it ruin people. Yeah. Wow. And and not so much the skating part, but the what comes from it, mm-hmm. the fame and the fortune, and then the people you start surrounding yourself with. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's a slippery slope. You know, there's my my son is into skating. He's he's twelve, and yep. You know, now he's starting to hang out with friends and stuff, and and <sighs> you know, I go to the skate park, and and I can 
just spot out the kids I don't want him yeah. to be around just because what they're he, saying, what they're doing. And yeah, just how they are as people, you know, and I, I want my son to be around positive, you yeah. know, um, people that, that are, that are, aren't going to make, you know, that's bad huge choices. to say skating yeah. can't save because it's true. No. Like, and even in jujitsu, you know, everyone's like about all submissions. And I love telling these high, high level black belts with 40 years experience guys, mm-hmm. what's the greatest submission? It's that Jesus is the only one that defeated death. Mm. Jimi Hendrix to Bruce Lee. I was bummed when I realized Bruce Lee didn't know the Lord from what I understand. But we're all going to stand before God one day. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be because of skating. It's not going to be from the hours that you've put in ripping around the world or even how many podcasts or how much we read. It's only because of Jesus. And like you but said, this personal I mean, relationship. Yeah. But I mean, we honestly don't know if Bruce Lee didn't know. I hope. Lord. I hope. I he mean, could have maybe. I yeah. Know, it's not, I know he said he didn't believe in God, but then he's in America years later. And so I, I would like to see him in heaven, yeah. you know. <laughs> this is funny. There's a 50 episode show in Cantonese. And I used to want to learn, you know, Mandarin, especially when Crouching Tiger and Dragon mm-hmm. came out. And my wife and I were, were, were sick for a few weeks at a time. And we watched, she'd never been that into Bruce and she watched the whole show, but mm-hmm. it's like this whole guy's life. I got to think someone was preaching the gospel to him yeah. with that much influence in Hollywood or something. So who knows? Yeah. I, mean, I, I know that one person that I looked up to as an idol yeah. saved six months before he died. And that was evil Knievel. Wow. I heard, you know, and he, he went and began to share his faith and, other people may not realize it, but you know who, who I did hear? I was meant to go hang out with him, a good friend of both of ours, I believe. But, mm. but when Dylan Reader passed a few years ago, mm. I mean, his mom was going to Rick Warren's church, and I believe oh, wow. one of his friends went and sat with him, a youth pastor, mm-hmm. and shared. Mm. And he confessed and believed, you know? So, I mean, I hope so. Beautiful man. Um, knew him since he was a kid, and we got to spend many hours on a seven-day trip in Japan speaking about the gospel, mm. asking the ins and outs, and... You know, I, I hope, I believe he was in heaven if he confessed the name, the rest. And then a good friend of mine, Lyle, in Texas, he asked, who do you listen to or who do you follow as far as preaching and teaching? Is there someone you listen to or somewhere you go? Or Well, like, yeah, I said um, um, Chuck Smith's devotional, yeah. for one. And then uh, uh, Jason Graves is the pastor okay. at Day, uh, Daybreak yeah. in Carlsbad, and he's uh, an amazing pastor. Um, I just love his message. I love the his personality. You yeah. know, he's he's very funny. He's very transparent. Yeah, he which we need. He, yeah, he just doesn't come across as a perfect man. Yeah, you know, um, he has struggles just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes it light light hard. I mean, this is how amazing his church is. I went to a Christmas service and we're having a snowball fight. Yeah. In the church, the whole congregation inside the church. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm like, oh my goodness, what is happening right now? With real snow? No, no, like little soft little okay, balls. Okay, good because those things sting. No, I know. <laughs> but it's like, I'm like, oh my, only Jason could could, could conjure this. up this, and it was just mm-hmm. so funny. You know what I mean? To relax it's, it back down. Yeah, just it's out just like, hey, we're just, we're just people yeah and, 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 you know what i mean we and you know obviously he taught about you know um the christmas you know story and spirit and everything but yeah the word we of God had a, was we there. had a snowball fight right before and, and it, was it was so <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's amazing yeah. and it's so and it's relevant you should i'm not saying you got to change everything in culture but 
God is a creative God. He's fine with you enjoying things. Some people trip on the bells and the whistles and the lights and all the rest of it. I'm like, no, no, no. Be a community. But as long as the word of God's there and, and you're... What you said is huge. I love that I'm at a church where pastors are very open. A lot of their sermons, they're sharing about struggles they've had or sitting afterwards. And and, and we're all men. I mean, and men with wives and their own battles. And that flesh never goes away. You're putting it to death, but it's right there with you. Paul talked about it, Romans 6, 7, and 8. So it's it's relatable when your pastor's talking about his struggles and and what he's gone through with his family. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, wow. He's. Yeah. He, he, you know, no man is above another man. Yeah, and he says, don't think of yourselves more highly than you ought. And even yeah. the marriage book we put out, you know, never fails. The reason is, you need to hear what my wife and I went through. Mm-hmm. Like, and I joke, I've said it many times when I'm preaching on it, but they asked Billy Graham's wife, do you ever think about divorce and Billy? And she said, no, but I think about killing him every day. Mm-hmm. And if anyone would <laughs> think about killing Billy Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he was gone a lot, but, yeah, that, but yeah. that's, you're, you're, when you're sitting with presidents and the Berlin Wall and all the rest mm-hmm. that was happening, so so I know you got to run out and get a movie in a bit. But any closing thoughts, anything you want to encourage people with, or that you know, I wasn't really going to go here, even, but I just think about you know when Jay Jay Adams got out of prison mm-hmm. and got fired. Everywhere I would see him when we'd be in church, when I'd see him on the street, he would come up to me and Brian. I heard this sermon. I know you read the Bible. Mm-hmm. What about this? And he was so about his faith and I'm not saying I don't know that he might have wrestled with stuff you know I mean I believe he really knew the Lord and people mm-hmm. have asked me and walk with him but I feel like he wanted his legacy to be yeah I lived this way for years mm-hmm. but then Jesus saved me and if I could go back this would have been what I really would have shared with everyone so for you do you feel like not the, the end of your life but what would you want people to think about when they think about you or well I mean like I don't think I'd appreciate my faith in Christ if if I was born into it and was a Christian, mm-hmm. if if I didn't live the other way, <clears throat> if I didn't live without God and 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 I didn't wasn't an atheist, yeah, um, then I wouldn't appreciate God's word and and what He has to offer. How valuable it is! How valuable it is! So yeah. um, obviously, I, you know, it took a long time for me, and um, I could have went down a really bad road. Hmm. Um, I made some choices that I'm not proud of. Yeah. Um, that could have thrown me in jail. Wow. Yeah. You know, I just didn't get caught. Yeah. You know, so I'm not. And that was big in the 80s and the 90s, even. Yeah, yeah. just stupid things that you just get caught up in, and you just you look back and you're like, that was dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. Could could it harm some people? You know. Um, so, like I said, you know, I don't know if it was God watching over me and keeping me safe, but mm-hmm. I made some pretty poor choices. You know, yeah. and um, I know someone who is in the faith and following God's word is not going to make those poor choices. They're going to yeah. make valuable choices that are meaningful and that are, that will protect not only you, but people around you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but like I said, you know, as a father, I want to try to bring my, my kids up in the Lord. So that at least they have that foundation Amen. in case they ever walk away and are curious, like, Hey, you know, I want to live a life that doesn't revolve around Jesus. That doesn't revolve around church. Mm. I'm sure you know they they have a, their free will, They've so got they're going to be able they're going to be able to go out and do that. Um, but un, when they're under my roof, yeah, um, they're going to um, yeah. they're going to learn about 
yeah. a godly life. You know, yeah, you in my son's room, and I mean, he's got you know all these seminary looking books and theology books because he's got a girlfriend that's very about their faith. They're in that mm-hmm. season, and I pray he never has to go stray. Mm-hmm. But you have to make your faith your own, and like you're saying, in our house, I don't force anything on them. I just try and love them where they are, be an example, and that's what you're saying. So for you, it's just living out this example now. And um, well, good thing a pastor once said it's really important. It's like it's better to build up a boy than to repair a man. Yeah, and there's a lot of men being repaired. I meant there's the jails full of men. Yep, that that needed to be built up as children. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of their influence, because of their parents that weren't godly or godly yeah. godlike. They ended up in prison, yeah. and now they're trying to be repaired by the system. When that could have that could have been avoided if someone really took the time to understand who they are as human beings and and how, and how they're affecting the people around them. Yeah, you know. So bringing kids in this world is a very important thing, and yeah. you have to really watch them and how they grow up. Yeah. You know. So I, I I'm that's I I just want people to remember me as someone who loved Jesus. Amen. No, no matter what I accomplished, what I will accomplish, um, the fact that I was a man of God and, and that I um, acted on it, hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, call me out. If, I, <laughs> if, I, if I'm not living a Christ-like life. I mean, I've been life, looking for stuff, but you call seem like me you're out. together right now. No, no. <laughs> I, uh, everyone needs to be called out sometime. And as skaters, we like that. You know, if I'm going to break my ribs on this handrail, you're going to fall on this ramp. You want to know where the kinks are, where the issues are. It's the same. But guys, I just hope you've been uh, so grateful for Steve being here. Thanks, man. I appreciate it so much. Thank you, brother. I know you're going to go hang out with Christian tonight and the rest of it. You've got a busy, busy life. But a couple of takeaways I just even got is... Guys, you should work as hard as you can for what you're putting your hands to. Um, Steve's a craftsman, you know, with bikes, with cars, with life, with everything. But what I'm hearing is this man that's about his faith, that says, I've wrestled with some stuff, you know what? And I want to raise up these kids, and I want to have this legacy that's, I'm thankful for skating, I'm thankful for music, I'm thankful for art. Go to the grave fulfilling those calls, but at the end of the day, it's about Christ. And you might have been in skate culture for years, and we love you. I love skating, it is amazing. But it took me to go through some crazy times, almost dead, depressed, Mm -hmm. suicidal, to realize I need something. And we're sitting here today as brothers in Christ saying, Christ found us. He showed up. We read a book without any, I mean, some crazy stories, but without too many jokes. We showed up. He's always around. He's always around. We showed up, you know, like we're not looking for him. He's the one who showed up and got a hold of us. You know, you didn't chose me, I chose you, but God is so faithful and good. And what that means is we believe that we're even sitting here today um, speaking because God's speaking to you. Mm. We're all going to pass away. We need forgiveness in the here and now. He proved how much he loved us because he sent his son to die on that cross and we both believe that mm. and to all the skate ministries out there guys we love you we're so thankful and please share these stories get the messages out there we just want to see more of you putting your hand in the plow and seeing more populate heaven and pray for us we're praying for all those who are here and and steve would you mind just maybe just closing in prayer if you if you, if you would mm. all right Dear Lord, God, I just want to lift you up and just want to thank you for allowing me to have this platform to speak to men and women alike, um, to share your gospel, um, to also just be a 
be a, a light to this world. Yes. Um, and I just pray that you uh, continue to work in me and work in my friends and family and Scott. just l- give me the right words to say, the the right choices to make. Yes, um, uh, I pray for my, my family. Um, I, you know, I just pray blessings on them as far as um, them getting to know the Lord as well. Um, and my all my friends I skate with and everyone who I come in contact with. Lord, I just, just want to say thank you for, for Brian and his podcast and, and uh, what you're doing in his life, um, reaching people and just just spreading the, the news, mm-hmm. um, Lord. So thank you mm-hmm. for all things that you're doing in, in each of our lives, and I pray that... Um, that you can continue to open our eyes to um, your good word. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. And guys, I hope you're as encouraged as I am. Look, we're just two men going through life, living as we do. I mean, Paul, the apostle, knew everything, thought he had it all figured out, and Jesus showed up and rocked his world. And that's what we pray for you. And uh, be praying for us. Uh, I'm going to have a song coming up in just a moment. But guys, go over to briansumner.net. Check it out. And for Steve, how do we get a hold of you? Online? Um, yeah, I got an Instagram page um, that I'm post a lot on <laughs> and uh so i have post, my email if you post too much <laughs> tell him you're posting too much yeah he wants the conviction of his friends but go over and share with him you got your instagram page yeah there's email connected to it um i get a lot of messages so i try to i try to answer as much as i can you know mm-hmm. i try to acknowledge as many people as i can and i just you know i just like to share my life with people on this page and um, mm. it's not a place um, to argue or, or, or to disagree with. I mean, people, people have their own opinions and stuff. You yeah. know, I'm just sharing mine. If you don't like it, just move along. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're um, going to live your life, shine the light where you do yeah. engage who you it's do. My home. They're welcome. They're joining. Yeah. You. Just be nice, you know, be considerate and respectful and mm. uh, you know, um, Amen. Social media is gnarly, you know. Yeah. It just causes a lot of, uh, you know, arguments and stress and yeah. stuff that people don't really need. And, you know, obviously <laughs> people want to be heard. Yeah. So voice it on your page. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So show up and be respectful or don't come hanging out. But, you know, hey, just go over there and encourage them. I mean, you know, I know it's all about the Lord, but guys, it does matter to us, to you, we are the family of God. If you're hurting, if you're in pain, if you're just over it, reach out. God will get a hold of us. We'll answer where we can, do what we can. But guys, like I said, check out Steve's stuff, BrianSumner.net to get a hold of me. Thank you. We'll see you next time. God bless. God bless ya. <laughs> Prophecies and promises from long ago Spirit-given holy word that you foretold All mankind tied with an ancient curse The truth inside your word is what gives us worth Eternal wisdom, history of the plan 
to be wed the blood that shed for the sins of men O Christ Emmanuel Holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to